Jaden Fedok, welcome to the Mindset <laughs> Maker podcast, the man, the myth, and the legend. I'll give you a quick intro on you and you can talk about yourself as well. But Jaden, I've known him for many years. We became connected because we have the same name, obviously. Um, <laughs> but he uh, he's ex-Accenture. Um, he is a LinkedIn employee guru. I mean, that's <laughs> if you follow him on LinkedIn, you know what I'm talking about. Um, he has a dev agency. He is a celebrity on YouTube in the uh, YouTube sports fintech or sports tech uh, arena. And also he is a hobbyist biker, which I'm pretty impressed with. And when I say hobbyist, like what's the longest bike run you've ever done? The longest race I've ever participated in was just over 100 miles. But I would definitely yeah. say hobbyist is probably the top tier of well, you I don't, I don't know, man, a hundred miles calling you a hobbyist. It's, it's pretty ambitious. So today <laughs> on the podcast, I want to dive into a little bit about your background, your story, how you, the origin story of Jaden Fedok, um, and talk about your, the mindset that you had to do in order to take some of the risks you took, um, and to do some of the, some of the cool stuff you've done. So talk to us a little bit. Um, I know you worked at Accenture and then you, ultimately uh, decided to move into your own kind of business. Talk to us a little bit about that. And uh, I guess what your mindset was. A lot of people say entrepreneurship is a risk. <clears throat> you know, on our app, we have mind, we have um, entrepreneurship affirmations and also, you know, career affirmations. And so I feel like, you know, those are two areas that uh, you, you have a pretty strong uh, mindset. in. so talk to us a little bit about that. You know, I definitely agree. I think there's a lot of mindset that goes into any sort of risk uh, and planning for that and trying to understand what risk you're taking, why you're taking it, and, and if it's worthwhile. So you mentioned Accenture. Um, you talked about the development agency that, that we started. Um, it really all came from the same goal of building something where we could give ourselves experience. We could really uh, kind of stick it to all of these uh, interview processes that are asking for three to five years of experience that we just didn't have. Um, and it really is difficult in the development world. Everyone's trying to get into tech, but it's really tough because they just can't find the experience that they need. No one's, no one's really hiring completely fresh engineers. People are hiring one, two, three years of experience as entry level. So that's been tough. Uh, and, and really taking that as an opportunity to say, you know what, if, if we can't get experience from a company, we're going to make our own. Um, so I started Accelerate. And since then, I think we've had uh, 35 or so engineers come through Accelerate and, and participate in the trainings and what we're trying to do. Uh, and it's been it's been a phenomenal experience. But entrepreneurship, I will say, from a mindset perspective, is a quite the roller coaster of emotions. You know, every week I feel like there's days when I feel like we're going to exit with tons of money, and there's days when I feel like we might not make it till Friday. So <laughs> it's it's a wild ride. I love it, man. Um, Something I think that really is cool, a really interesting thing I like about uh, your mindset is I see a lot of people on LinkedIn, other places, you know, if we're talking about careers that complain, whether development or even in other areas, they're like, you know, they're like, stop saying you want entry level people with five years of experience. Obviously, those aren't the same thing. I see that like quote all the time from developers, but you know, that also can be applied to a lot of different areas. You know, I did marketing and people complain that people want too much marketing experience um, for what they're willing to pay or offering, whatever. So you, the complaint you see a lot um, in careers. I love what you did taking this complaint and turn it into an opportunity, right? So as I understand, 
you take people that are newer in their career, you help train them and level up their skills. Um, and you take them right at the beginning where a lot of people are complaining there isn't a place. So you kind of found like your, your spot in the market. You took a, a problem or you took something people complained about and you found a solution for it, which honestly, I think is one of the most powerful mindsets that should be applied to every area of our life. If we have something we're complaining about, if we have some area we're struggling, we have some sort of problem, dwelling on it obviously is never going to move us forward. But finding like a solution, being creative um, and innovative is obviously how we move forward and accomplish our goals. Okay. So you talked about entrepreneurship. You talked about being a roller coaster. I'm so curious, man. So you had like a great paying job at Accenture, um, great benefits, right? It's a big company, well-known. Um, and you decided to go all in on your own company. What was like your, what was your feeling? Talk, like talk to me, what was your wife feeling about that decision? How, how did you decide that that was the right thing for you? Um, and how did you, I guess, decide to take that risk or mitigate that risk? What was your, what was your mindset like at the moment? Wow. Yeah. Well, I think we've learned a lot through the past couple of years in this process. It's been quite the journey so far, but uh, I think entrepreneurship for a lot of people is something that they really want to do. They want to try, they want to take, take advantage of that opportunity in their lives in general. And I think the opportunity for me was I have this skill set. I have something that I think I can do and, and I can try and do well. And the way life tends to be sometimes, I wasn't sure when a better time would be to take that risk and when there would be another opportunity equal to when our living costs are as, as low as they can be, or at least as low as they will be for the foreseeable future. Uh, and taking that risk meant uh, potential significant upside, but also taking advantage of uh, the time that we have. I know my schedule is significantly different now than it was at Accenture. Uh, if, if anyone has spent a lot of time in management consulting or consulting in general, the hours are quite significant. Um, and that really does take a toll. I was during those three years for most of that, I was traveling every week. So from Monday to Thursday, I'd be gone, um, usually to, to the same place, to the client site, wherever I needed to go. But that really does take a toll on, you know, your your young life and your spending time with family. And, and it's difficult when you don't get that experience to to try different things, to be there for different events in life. So I think it was worth the risk for us. I love that. What piece of advice would you give to people? Um, I mean, like you could, it, it can be something general, uh, people looking at achieving their goals or accomplishing something hard, right? Like that was, you decided to go after your goal or your vision of running your own business. You know, that was something exciting or big and important for you. What kind of advice would you give people that um, maybe they have the, the goal, but they don't know how to take that first step um, or they're afraid to do that? What's a piece of advice that you could you could give to those people to help them shift their mindset um, and, and maybe go after their goals? So I would say I actually get this question quite a bit. A lot of people that are trying to build new apps or companies or anything along the way, I would say it's hard to overvalue creativity, ingenuity, and just initiative to get something done. There are a lot of people that I've talked to that expect that because they had a business idea that success will relatively fall in their laps which is clearly not the case. Um, I'm sure there are some circumstances where that has happened that probably take the spotlight. But for the most or the vast majority of entrepreneurs, I would say a significant amount of work goes into it. And going into any sort of opportunity like that, knowing it's going to be tough, it's going to take a lot of work and feel free to be creative, right? Like the, the business models that you see in Harvard Business School case studies aren't necessarily always going to work for your business and your idea. So 
be creative, try something different and and feel free to learn along the way, change things up. It's not, it's not one size fits all when it comes to business and entrepreneurship. There's so many things you can do for free. So many ways you can start to build a business model without needing all of the red tape and things that you might see from uh, other people giving advice. I love that. I love the idea of, you know, taking, taking the smaller steps, looking at what's in within your scope um, and being creative about it. And I actually think you're a really good example of someone that's uh, creative. I think one of your creative outlets um, that I feel like I, I see a lot from you is your YouTube channel, which is, <laughs> I know it's kind of a side project. It's something you've done for those watching that don't know. Jaden is uh, one of the foremost experts on the <laughs> Whoop watch. Um, you know, he's got over 40,000 views on some of his videos talking about some of that uh, sports tech. Talk to me about, you know, what your YouTube channel is for you. You have this, you know, successful company that you're running. Um, I guess what is, how does that creative outlet help you or what is, what does that mean for you? I definitely love the opportunity to have it. So I actually started a second YouTube channel uh, a couple of months ago to try and to, to, I guess, do something a little bit more creative in a different way and more related to technology. But when I started the YouTube channel, it's called, I think, Jaden Sports Tech at this point. Um, but I started as an idea of, I love technology. I love sports. I want to try and create something, learn more about how video works and how uh, I can try to get this message out there. The Whoop is an interesting case study because I wanted to buy one and I figured, you know what, I'd, I'll give my opinions and my thoughts on what, uh, what works and what doesn't. And surprisingly enough, I think that that year, um, something around 200,000 views on uh, all of my Whoop videos combined, which blew my mind. But I think it, it, it just comes down to trying something different. I don't think that if I had gone into being a YouTuber to try and become the foremost expert on anything, <laughs> I don't think it would have been successful. But going and saying, you know, this is something fun for me and something that I want to try out and see what happens. It turned out to be successful in the sense that I, I saw a return for what I was trying to do. This is something I absolutely love. And I've seen it a lot in my own life too. Um, and I think it's like so critical for being successful, um, being fulfilled and really finding joy in what you're doing. And that is, you may have like your main line of work or your main passion or your main thing that you do, but like being able to branch out and try a ton of different things, having a mindset that's open to, um, not just getting siloed in one specific area or one specific project. I think number one, it's going to make you better at what you actually do or whatever your, your, your main thing is, but also it's going to give you like a creative outlet and it's going to just make you overall happier in life. I know for me, um, you know, self-pause, this is my, it's my baby. It's my main thing. I work on every day, creating this amazing positive affirmation app for people. But at the same time, I absolutely love working on um, whether it's within the, my same business, working on marketing or working on development or working on other areas that can be creative for me, but really being able to branch out and find other hobbies or other areas within the company or without it, um, I think is having a mindset that allows you to do that is so important for really finding fulfillment in uh, what you do. Okay, because I know uh, you didn't just become the foremost whoop expert for nothing, right? Obviously you have an athletic background to testing your athletic tech. Talk to me about, um, I recently watched one of your videos about a bike race you did. Man, the thing looked freaking hard, um, the distances and all that. Talk to me about the mindset that goes into being a high performance athlete. I mean, 
I don't know if you call yourself a high performance athlete from my end, it sure looks like you were, but uh, any sort of athlete, any sort of person working towards accomplishing a hard goal, what, what does that look like for you when you're doing that race? And what is your, what do you have? What is your mindset? Like, where do you have to put yourself? Man, well, we're, we're getting close to flagging the podcast for misinformation, on <laughs> athlete stuff. I, I, I love testing the limits and seeing what I can do. But I think you talk about mindset and I, I love the podcast for that reason, because it, it's so much, it's so individualized, right? It's not, um, and, and that was a cat four race, which is literally the amateur category, like l- literally everyone who just, just finally bought their first bike. And I was dropped like a rock in the first, you know, 30 minutes of the race. And it was eye-opening to me to see that even though it was tough for me, it's not tough for everyone. And everyone is at such a different stage of their athletic careers, of life in general. Business is a great example of this. If you look on LinkedIn and assume that everyone's exiting multi-million dollar companies, then you'll be significantly discouraged in what you're trying to accomplish. So mindset is such an individual journey. And you have to take the opportunity to say, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? And why is it important to me versus, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm going to be a bike racer because I see I watched the Tour de France and I'm going to be there in a year. Uh, you, you can't take any of that motivation from the external factors that, that are all around you with social media. It, it comes down to what are you doing? Why are you doing it? And how can you get just that little bit better? I do. I absolutely love that. I also really resonates with me talking about, uh, you know, like you look on LinkedIn, it looks like everyone's exiting a multi-million dollar company. You look on Instagram, looks like everyone's going to a new country. I feel like every platform everywhere, right. We, we can compare ourselves. I feel like really focusing on, you know, who am I and comparing myself to me? Like, where am I right now? Where do I want to go? And what are the steps I need to take to get there? Regardless of, you know, the people around me, if you see other people around you, you can use that as motivation to propel yourself forward. Like that's awesome. But if you, if you, if looking around you and looking what other people are doing, you feel like holds you back in a way that you think I could never achieve that or do that, you know, just cut it out and uh, focus on things that lift you up and help bring you to your goal. And really when you compare, compare yourself to yourself, like the only progress you should be looking at is your progress and, uh, you know, what you're achieving. Jaden, it was amazing talking to you. If you had one final piece of advice that you could give people to um, help them improve their mindset and also just go after their goals, go after their dreams, whatever it is they're working on, whether that's athletic, whether they're wanting to start a new business and they're about to hit you up to create an app for them with your agency or whether they're working on, you know, their latest fitness goals or, um, their latest health goals. What is a piece of advice you could give people to really help them shift their mindset and um, just go and hit that goal? Man, that's a really good question. I, I'm going to have to probably divide my answer into two. From from the perspective of, you know, we've, we're an agency, we've built like dozens of apps for brand new companies and startups. It's hard to start with with nothing, right? So taking the initiative and doing one small thing, like what can you do today to really start on your goal instead of uh, making a a big long plan that says, okay, starting next week, I'm gonna do all these things. Starting with even the smallest step today makes a significant difference and will catapult your progress toward your goals. But even more than that, I guess the second part would be uh, small things consistently have significantly outweighed any sort of massive change. So Anything that you can do that seems like it's way too easy, but that you can do it for, you know, every day versus something you can do, you know, the first two weeks of January after New Year's, uh, it's, it's, 
unbelievable the comparison there. I mean, even running something that's pretty easy to to understand for many people is when I was um, in high school and college, I competed in you know triathlons and a marathon and and all these things that I loved. I loved racing, but then I got into work and I I couldn't run at all hardly because I was just busy working all the time. So I started running between one and two miles every single day. And having been a runner, one mile is not very far. So stopping after a mile every single day felt like, well, I didn't really do anything, just barely warmed up. But I did that every single day for two months. And then I went and decided I was going to run on the treadmill during a, a basketball game and ran 15 miles. And it didn't even feel like a big concern at all. It just felt like I was just going to go for a quick jog during a game. And it was surprising to see that those one or two miles every single day it made all the difference for being able to stay consistent with something and really build your endurance. So even across business, across fitness, it, it all seems to be the same when it comes to motivation and consistency. Absolutely love it. Jaden, thank you so much for being on the podcast. If people want to be able to reach out to you for, you know, their latest whoop questions or for <laughs> development questions or for anything else, where's a great place for them to find you? I think right now I spend most of my time on LinkedIn. So if you search Jaden Fedock on LinkedIn, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one. So go ahead and, and send me a message there. Reach out. I'm more than happy to help with any app-related, tech-related questions or anything YouTube if you have that kind of curiosity. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks, Jaden.